From the Sunshine State, this is Tampa Bay's Tan Talk. joining us tonight and of course want to thank WTN Tan Talk Radio um every Monday night 10 o'clock we come to you with the latest we come to you with the truth we come to you with unbiased ah unbiased word <laughs> ah so this is revolutionary road I think I just uh I thought she was already in now she's back and uh hey 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 you're on mute Okay. Hi. Hey. Sorry about that. Thanks, Matt. Deja, thank you. Uh, good night. I mean, not good night, but good evening. 
All right. Like I said, we're listening to Tan Talk Radio 1340 AM. And you can join us at 106.1 FM as well. If you want to join us live, you can call us at 727-341-4000. That's once again, 727-341-4000. I open up with a song just saying, Mama, you did your best. Whatever you do with whatever you got, you did your best, you know? That's all. A little simple song to mothers all over the world. You know, Mother's Day is probably it's on the calendar for one day. Um, you know, for a collective, for everybody to come together and say, we love you, mama. But in truth, mothers are to be celebrated every day. And, um, you know, so if you still have your mom with you, if you still have your the, the woman that raised you, your grandma, grandma, mom, auntie, big mama, whatever you call her. Let her know you love her. Let her know. Let her give her thanks for what she did, who she's been, who she's tried to be. Um, you know, that's just a powerful thing. I think about my mom all the time. And so um, that's what it is. Tan Talk Radio, unapologetically revolutionary. This is your boy, Crown Dion, man. And we're going to get right into it. Right into it. Congresswoman Susan, how you doing? Already, thank you very much, Crown Dion, or should I say King Dion? Or that, that'll work, that'll work. To MAGA King. That'll work, that'll work. I like it. <laughs> we got a lot going on. I, I, I don't know if, um, Deja, how you doing tonight? You can type it in. You're very seldom. I, I don't think I ever heard us say a word on here. And uh, thank you, Matthew, as always, with WTAN Tan Talk Radio. And you know what? It's a lot going on. So I was trying to watch the playoffs, and I kept getting interrupted with with these, uh, hmm, what do you call them? When, when, when interruptions just come into your show, and they want to give you some breaking news. That's what I'll call it, breaking news. And so breaking news this weekend wasn't too good, but um, unfortunately... It happens like that almost every day somewhere in the world. It's a different situation going on, a different time zone, a different city. But sometimes, hey, in every time zone. So in Buffalo, Buffalo, New York, we had our latest example of um, what they call a hate crime. And, you know, from what I understand, I haven't read it myself. Um, actually, um, I learned this from uh, Susan, Miss Susan about some some type of manifesto and for for those that don't know manifestos are something uh something kind of like a testimony uh 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 hmm as they would say a this is a confession this is what i had on my mind when i did the things i did i want everybody to know so the manifesto supposed to be my last moment of truth and i want the world to know and it's supposed to be a manifesto for what this guy did um, the problem that I have with manifestos and the problem that I have with so much of the controlled media that's that we've been seeing so much of lately, I mean, for the last four years, maybe six years now, is how can we trust the manifesto? If we're watching the news, we heard about four years straight when uh, the last administration, Donald Trump, every time something came up, we heard Donald Trump and the administration say, hey, this is fake news, y'all. You, you know, you got to look into this. Don't believe the hype. And, you know, people like myself, and I'm pretty sure I wasn't the only one, but so many people um, did their best with their small voices to say, hey, 
this guy's being railroaded. This guy's been the, the media is really spinning this the wrong way. The media is taking control of the truth and giving us lies. And we heard about it. A lot of people didn't buy into it. And a lot of people did. And my point is. Now, if we're looking in the news, we're seeing a lot of that was fake news. We're seeing a lot of that was false. We're seeing a lot of the things that Donald Trump was suffering was was some type of way being really controlled by fake news. Now we have manifestos. We have uh, people going around committing hate crimes. I mean, that's nothing new. But where do we lay the hate crimes? Do we lay them to the manifestos? Or is this another control of media? This, could this have anything to do with, as, as I like, as I put it, you know, this is nothing I heard. But when I think of CRT, when I think of so many things right now that you'll be facing, Susan, that you'll be having to answer that, that the people will need you to speak to. The people will need you to answer if you're going to um, represent them. The people will need you to take the lead, fight it, answer it and not make deals. But uh take deals not actually let me let me let me say that the other way not be willing to take deals all the time but as a leader as you are i read about so many things that you're doing right now and so that seems like a person who's going out making a way a person who's going out saying this is how i'm gonna take the lead and i think no matter what state you're in if you're a civilian like myself if you're somebody who's actually you know, we all depend on God, but we also depend on our elected leaders. So if you're actually somebody who's depending on leadership, we want somebody who's going to uh, make deals and not just sit back and take deals. So um, I'm asking you and, 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 you know, to speak to some of this, to some of the things that we're seeing today, um, some of the narratives that we're seeing and hearing. And, um, you know, give us your spin i like to i like to look at it and i say i would not exclude something like crt when you start telling a race of people that you have to start denying yourself that your job could possibly be in jeopardy um that your children could possibly start facing a little bit of trouble from school um you know all of the things that black people myself and you know, my grandmother and my mothers and my grandmothers and so forth and so on had to suffer coming up. Now they're saying Caucasians and white people should have to suffer the same thing. And I think when I see things like Buffalo, New York, when I see things like Texas or what just happened in Texas with some little kid, you know, taking a noose, not a noose. Let me correct myself. A whip, a whip that is representative of a noose. Um, because slaves was whipped, you know, horses are whipped as well. Now, a lot of things are whipped, but we would say that you whip nothing but a beast or something that you own. And, and, and even right now with the day's pet laws, the way they are, you better not get caught whooping a pet. And so with these type of things going on, what are we seeing, Susan, either way? Susan, well, no, no, Dion, all I can say is, wow, because you, I mean, you really do know your stuff and you bring up all mm. of the current events. But what I really like is you have your own take on, on these events and you also care about people. Mm -hmm. I hear in your undertone. And I think that's why we get along so well, because um, you, you, 
you raise a lot of interesting subjects. And I, I think that, you know, we could start by just saying, I think that what you want is not what um, is unlike anyone out there in um, the U.S. today. We want a few basic things. Right. Um, the first thing we want is we want to make sure that our environment is safe, safe right. for us, safe for our children. You know, you mentioned that. Then you want to um, make sure that, um, you know, just the general, um, you know, kitchen table type issues are taken care of. You know, if you look at a kitchen table, you find food on there, food for your babies, food for wow. your kids. You have camaraderie around the table. You know, food, food for your babies. I just want to, I just want to, yeah. don't forget where you was. Camaraderie okay. around the table. Camaraderie around the table. For your babies. I I, I yeah. saw you doing a, a, a baby formula drive. Yes. That's kind of indicative of, of what you're talking about. Um, right. Tell us about that. How did it go? And, and you also have a, a question, somewhat of a statement, but also a question on, on, uh, from Deja on the okay. panel. And um, so maybe after our baby formula drive, I'm and, sure. Um, maybe you can answer that because it's a good question. A lot of people don't know because the definition has changed every day. For our, so for our listeners um, that might still struggle with that question, what does freedom actually mean today in America? Wow, that's a big one, right? Uh, well, I'll answer the baby formula first because that's easier. The baby formula drive went amazing. And in fact, tonight, that's why I was a little late because I was actually uh, picking up a couple of more cans. I shouldn't say a couple, there's about 30 more cans of formula from the neighborhood. And I just want to say it's currently more than Family Dollar has in our neighborhood. Okay, go ahead. Yes, yes. And you know, I, I thought, okay, how can I help? Because I, I don't want to be um, a person adding to this environment, right? I want to actually help. So I thought there's two ways I can help. Uh, this baby formula crisis that we're in because these poor mothers can't feed their babies milk, right? And I, I had that same problem when I was young. Um, you know, I had two babies naturally. I had, a, have, as you know, Crowndy uh, uh, and I have an adopted child, but my, uh, she was a little older. My first daughter that was biological, I couldn't uh, breastfeed. So I had to um, bottle feed even though I didn't want to, you know, I, I ended up having to because she was in the hospital for several weeks and um, I, I couldn't, I couldn't get to her because she was kind of all strapped up on different devices. So, you know, I know it's a big problem out there because some people can't for whatever reason, or maybe they choose not to, which is fine too. Um, but I can tell you that it's just so severe and I don't know about Florida, but here in Illinois, which um, I'm in 11th district of Illinois, just west of Chicago, and we have all, almost all of our shelves are empty. I mean, I have pictures and pictures of wow. very large box stores and very small stores and medium-sized stores all out of baby formula or maybe just have a few cans left. And we're supposed to only have been affected 30%, but that doesn't seem to be the case here. No. So we went around and I said, how can we mobilize you know, teams of people instantly? And I, I just asked the people of the 11th district, can you sit at a store? Can you go around and pick up um, unused cans from people in the neighborhood that have unexpired, unused, unopened cans. Um, because, you know, sometimes like Deja, um, she might she might have had some laying around, um, didn't use them, thought, well, maybe my sister, you know, when 
she has the baby, I'll give them to her. And then, you know, you forget and then they expire. So, I mean, it's just a good thing to do. So right. uh, there's a food pantry here that ran out of baby formula. And so we're helping them restock. And, um, you know, we're going to keep this going. So it was so successful over the weekend that we're going to keep it going um, for at least a few weeks or as long as it takes to yeah. get that um, formula back in stock. But, yeah, it's a crisis. It's a major crisis. Yeah. It, and, it, yeah. No, so go ahead. What does freedom oh, of speech? Oh, my gosh. Deja. What a great ah, question in the current days. Well, you know, I was doing a little reading because Dion, you know, Dion and I both very much believe in free speech. And um, I, I must say that the media has probably affected more than even um, us around the table are affected. Dion's affected because he's pretty much talk show and media. And um, really what, what free speech means today? Well, I'm not exactly sure. And that's really concerning to me because, um, you know, we heard that the uh, of, of all of the um, departments within the government, the um, um, new disinformation governance board was going to be contained in. Yes. One that, you know, was Homeland Security. I mean, right. I mean, it's in Homeland Security. Why would it be in Homeland Security? Right. right. That's scaring me. So, so I like, okay, whoa. And then we didn't know, but this had been worked on even before the American public knew that was in place pretty much before we even knew. Well, the thing is that it goes back to um, Donald Trump because, because Donald Trump understood, I, you know, for a long time as a, um, you know, as a person always speaking for uh, our right, and for underprivileged and disenfranchised people as a speaking for revolution, you know, which has changed. And, um, you know, I actually, even though I was probably one of the only ones because it didn't fit the narrative of someone speaking from the perspective I was speaking from, but I saw the way they was attacking Donald Trump. And I, and I started saying, Hey, this is us, you know, this is, they're attacking this man because he's saying things that they don't want said. And as people <laughs> fighting or speaking out against things, this could be us. And so it was easy for me to see. It was easy for, for I mean, look at what they did with Twitter. Look at what they did to him as 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 just as a person as yourself. Um, so many people that actually uh, spoke against fake news. Those people were censored. Those people were accounts was disabled. I'm one of the people who were uh, put on punishment time at the time. You just got off punishment not too long ago. And sometimes you get punished and don't right. even know why. And then I had no idea why. <laughs> right. And then you see where this guy. He goes on and he kills 10 people in Buffalo, New York. And then you say, well, how does this happen? Right. Well, how did he live stream this? This guy live streamed himself murdering people. And you find out it's like, wait a minute. You shut down a guy for telling some truths with an, you know, with some arrogance, maybe somebody, you know, if your feelings are hurt over tweets and, and, and over people's comments, then you shouldn't be on the social media um, for one. But to learn to see that someone can get shut down for just talking a truth or two. And then somebody can actually go on and talk about murdering white people 
and either talk about murdering black people because uh, it's happening time and time again, whether it's a black perpetrator or a white perpetrator. The thing that I'm saying is the control of media, no matter who does it, is covered or it's not covered. And it seems to me that that is a way to strategically control not just what we see and what we hear, but our emotions, okay? So now you have all of these people, they're not paying attention to what just happened. Yeah, they're paying attention to what just happened, but they're saying some crazy racist white man just walked in and he killed all of these black people that he hated without, you know, I think one of the good things is, is, is the vacuum, you know, without actually looking back at how all of this happened. And I don't think it's going to I don't think it's going to stop right there. And I don't think this is just some isolated guy who's who decided yesterday that he was angry. Um, like I said, I don't think it's far to to reach and say. An angry parent can get upset about what's going on at his job. I remember Pepsi Cola and other 500 companies, 500 uh, companies making their uh, employees take all kinds of, you know, classes about CRT, all kinds of classes to to to, you know, discount themselves and, and, and to, you know, I don't know. I don't know what they were trying to do to them, but all of these classes were mostly Caucasians had to take to tell themselves that uh, blacks have been treated this way and blacks are where they are because of uh, because of me personally. And, and as a white person and and just so many different things, blacks don't have to take tests in school. Um, why white kids do these things are setups. These things are counterproductive for. Kids, what a good word that is counterproductive. Yes. Yeah, because the intention behind it, and I think you'd agree. Mm -hmm. So many good people in the world, they want to jump behind something that is will they'll make things better. Right. So I think the intention behind it to eliminate racism is an absolute great intention and for not never to happen again. And I, absolutely. I'd be jumping on board as well, but I think that word is, is the right one because you want to make sure that it's actually helping and it, you want to make sure that the intention is really what you need. Not when, not what somebody thinks you need. Right. So yeah. it, and, and, and again, I, it goes back to my theory. There's no planning on a lot of this stuff, you know, right. no planning right. at all. We, we had no planning on any, any, any of the things that have been going on in the last two years. And it's right. sad. And I think that, you know, we have to get better about talking to one another. So that's, that's where I'm coming in because I, my different approach is actually to go out and talk to people. Right. You like Deja, like, uh, like your sister, Kimberly. I mean, and just ask, you know, what can help? You know, the situation is bad. What can we do to help? And let's mobilize. Right. Take action. When I, um, you don't just come up with this stuff. I mean, it has to be, it has to be something that's going to help. And you're right. Um, not taking tests is not helping anyone. Not, it's not, not in, it's not helping anyone. That's not, and, and I can, yeah, exactly. They, Your sister yeah. was on this show last week and she was so happy to have helped her kids prepare for their standardized test this week because it was important. You right? have to. You have Academics to. are so important. And then they're going to take away tests. Right. 
doesn't make any sense. I mean, and, and then when you look at what's going on, um, Deja says exactly communication is key in. Oh yeah, communication is key in communities. I think um, just the first one, two, three, four, about six letters, or maybe seven, eight letters, and both of those words are the same. Yes. Communication, community. Yep. Uh, I think that's powerful. Um, I, I spoke of my son. Uh, my son, to me, is one of the best examples, and he didn't mind sharing it with me. And, um, you know, because people, and I think when we pay attention, we, we can actually recognize it more and more. But, you know, you don't actually have to be a genius to get along in the rural, to get along in America, to get along anywhere. You just mm -hmm. have to have some type of common sense. I mean, the American standard, makes you have to have some type of paper with a certain level of education. But what I'm saying is common sense uh, and a little bit of education gets you, you know, far as well. And I said that to say, I know a lot of these kids that get what they call a, a certificate of completion. And what that means is it's similar to what they're doing to our children today. It's similar to mm -hmm. this tactic of yes. what uh, some of CRT is doing. And what that means is they, they they don't they tell them come to school, be good, don't um you know don't cause a problem, try to be here every day, and you don't have to actually know the work, you don't have to you don't have to actually you know be on point with your schoolwork or your test or your grades. We will pass you if you just don't come, don't give us a problem. Come to school and don't give us a problem, and they pass, and then they find themselves as a graduate or as a person who has completed and they don't find themselves or they find themselves without that same level of education as their counterparts that did actually go to school and learn and, you know, take those tests and, and, and earn uh, whatever education that's going to be needed uh, according to the United States. And I think that's crazy. Um, you're listening to Crown Dion unapologetically revolutionary on WTA and Tantart Radio, 1340 AM, 106.1 FM. And you're listening to me. Uh, we're speaking to Susan Hathaway. That's Susan Hathaway Altman, who's running for Congress in Chicago. But um, someone might wonder, why am I in Florida speaking to someone running for Congress in Chicago? Well, I will tell you, we are the people. We the people, we need good leaders in Congress. Congress does not just represent an area like a senator. Um, and even with a senator, it's still a collective vote and a collective move of people, of a body. And so just because she is in Illinois or Chicago, yeah, Illinois, does not mean her voice is irrelevant to what's happening in Florida, because those are the voices that come together meet and rub elbows with other people and say, this is what we need to do. And so um, I think it's important because voters all over the world, in my opinion, voters, this is what's needed. When I sit down and I, and I listen to a debate, I don't care if it's in Florida. I don't care if it's in Alaska. Uh, if I'm allowed to listen to a debate in Africa or India, that wouldn't, I, I probably would. We need people who are fresh, with fresh ideas, not puckering their lips to already go into Washington ready to kiss behind. <laughs> already going to Washington ready to take whatever deals. Uh, me and Susan spoke earlier, and I've seen, you know, I've seen some of the things that she has done, 
And, you know, I look at that person as a person willing to go out and make deals. You need people that's going to make deals and say, hey, this is what we need. And this is uh, what we're pushing for. And we're really not settling for all of that. We're not here to take deals. All right. We also need we don't need dolphins. Uh, we got a football team in Florida called Miami Dolphins. Let's all let the Miami Dolphins be, be Miami Dolphins. We don't need flippers who's ready to flip flop to any uh, thing that's going to make their situation better and their position better to represent you and to change their mind. If we, if we remember some of the things that Joe Biden agreed to um, before he was elected, it's totally opposite of everything he's done since he's been elected. You don't want people who's willing to just lie to the people. And then the other thing is you don't want somebody who who feels like they're a shoe-in. What's a shoe-in? That's a person who's already been in politics and already has committed itself to that community or her community and, is, and has been in that community so long, they actually feel entitled. They actually feel like you should vote for me because I've done this and that. Well, I had just heard Susan say that she had a problem with her baby formula when she was coming up. And now I hear Deja say that's a great analogy as a mother Formula is a very serious issue. I'm hearing on the news that baby formula is not on the school, on the, on the, on the store shelves. And I saw on Twitter where some woman who's running for Congress did a, for, a baby formula drive. So what's the problem in America where we couldn't have baby formula some 20 some odd years ago? And now we're having the issue right now in 2022. So that means this guy or this woman who's talking about all of their years, wherever you may been. It has done nothing and it will do nothing to go forward. We need people who are willing to go out and talk to the people wherever they are, meet them wherever they are, take whatever they can take from them and work with that and go into Congress and be a voice for the people and not a voice for themselves because that's what happens all the time. That's Crown Dion talking. That's the way I see it. Oh, thank you. And I think that is the way um, America can be great. I won't even oh. say great again. I'm just saying great. <laughs> great. That, that, that doesn't That's mean, right. Right. Yeah. We just want to make it great. You know, um, we great. don't argue about when it was great or when it was horrible. That's that's it's old. We're, right now in here and now, you know, if you're breathing. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Deja. Yeah, man. Because we, we're talking about the here and now. I always say um, it's 1036. You're listening to Crown Dion. We have a guest, uh, Susan Hathaway. She's running for Congress. So if you have a voice, if you have a question, if you have a relevant statement, you can make it. Um, and you can call us right now at 727-341-4000. Or you can join us anytime right now. Um, oh, man, that's crazy. Well, I kind of kind of how to join us live right now because I didn't go any other way. But that's I bet Matthew knows. <laughs> and so yeah man we just gotta do a better of communicating and uh, yeah, i like think you know in addition to that so doing the baby formula drives and thank you crown Dion, because i really appreciate it. and that gets the word out it gets the word out to the people so that they'll come with more baby formula and and help and uh, definitely the food pantries are low i'm sure even in florida and i'm hoping that you know and maybe i can help you organize a drive there i i but i really i mean we shouldn't have put, been put in this situation. Like you said before, how can this be happening in America right now? And honestly, the eye, somebody's eye wasn't on the ball, right? right. And it, I, I'm doing other things. So 
I'm asking um, and urging, um, you know, in my rallies and for, for baby formula and other place that uh, the FDA um, authorize immediately into um, to enter into the United States, you know, formula from Europe, Israel, Australia, and New Zealand right away. We need this these supplies immediately and, you know, cut the red tape. We don't need to buy our baby formula from China. So, right. you know, enough with yeah. uh, import it from other places that are friendly, friendlier to us. And, you know, honestly, we don't we don't need to have uh, China help us out. And frankly, um, we need to release the um, formula that's in the stockpiles and held, um, you know, for non-citizens of the United States. We need to help our babies first. And a lot of these food pantries are out or low. So we need to do that. And frankly, I've been in the supply chain for over 30 years in business. I can help with this situation. I've actually called a couple of the manufacturers and asked them to, you know, help me just use my services for free. I can help you try and get out of this. Let's let's organize a team, go in there of able-bodied, very willing and expert people like me and let's solve this issue now. Um, it's got to be more than just one, you know, plant um, in Michigan, which I've been to that plant. Um, you know, it was uh, actually one of my customers years ago. And we need to find out where the problem lies because it's not just in that plant. It's in the supply chain. It's, yes. it's in multiple. Let me ask I mean, there's so much regulation going on. Um, there's so many checkpoints. There's so much red tape in our own country. Um, you know, the truckers are having issues getting it to where it needs to go. Uh, there's so many breaks in the supply chain. And that's definitely something that people like me and others um, that w- are willing to help can help. So let's all mobilize and get I, this solved. I did want to say um, I, I, I did. Uh, someone shared a link to me. And um, I, I I listened to a few debates, and I actually I heard one of your debates, and I thought supply chain Ooh. supply chain issues was was one of your strong strong points. And I think people oh, don't you. realize. I think they don't. You know, we we, I mean, and I say they being one of those people. I, I know now uh, because I've done a lot of self study and a lot of uh reference studies um just i I, i've i've come to understand how important our truckers are uh, how important our infrastructure is and how important the supply chain is so i'm glad to see someone um that is strong in supply chain uh fighting to get inside where uh they can do a better job of making things move fluently and um because it's this is this is horrible i mean when you think about how long yeah and once i get there and once i get there crown dean once i am in congress i can do this it's just right now i'd like to mobilize people because i don't have the power yet to do and to write a bill to dig into these issues and to to straighten it all out i have that type of power yet and and that ability to work with uh congress to get things done right now but as a common citizen you know, this is what we need to do yep. together. We got about 20 minutes. You're listening to Unapologetically Revolutionary, um, Crown Dion, WTAN Tan Talk Radio with our guest, Susan Holloway Altman. She's running for Congress 
uh, not just for Illinois, but for the people. And um, so when you're listening to this run back or if you're listening right now on the radio, um, I'm sure before this is over, we'll find out how to donate to our campaign and we'll find out um, email and uh, how to get in touch with her. And um, I think it's important no matter what state you're in, uh, you should be trying to find out who's running for Congress in your area. You should be trying to find out who's running for a governor, who's running for senator, whatever office would designate, would have some type of control or word over where your children go to school, over where your baby will have formula, over where, uh, you know, so many different things that's controlling your life. Not even, I mean, not, not withstanding, just religion in itself. Look at the attack on religion in our nation. If you don't realize the attack, that means you're not paying attention. That means you're sitting down and you're waiting to be told. And that is unacceptable. Let me, um, uh, oh, we have a comment here. Not a comment, but a good statement. Formula seekers can try WIC. Okay, this is a statement for anybody um, that may be uh, dealing with that situation. If you may know a mother or, or anybody who's dealing with that situation, formula seekers can try WIC. Food pantries, community programs, websites like OfferUp, Craigslist, and et cetera, even samples from local pediatricians. That's that's strong, powerful samples. Um, didn't think of that. And, and sometimes samples are small, but if you don't have anything, a sample can get you through. Um, you know, and you can ask a lot of poor families about that type of things who survive just on samples. I heard Susan um well, say and that's the thing, like, why are we in this situation? And we can't give our babies um, anything but formula, right? Other than breast milk, there. That's that's very dangerous. So this is a very very big issue. And talking about that, what about inflation? I mean, unnecessary spending from the government has caused this inflation. And where does it affect us? It it affects us in the prices of our food. Um, all the mom and dads trying to buy groceries for their kids and cook meals and driving to the store, you know, it's, look at the inflation. It's up about, you know, uh, a net 6% or so, 6.5%. 40-year high. It's tell you, people are saying, no, it's not. It's up 30, 50% in Walmart and it's up another, you know, 200% at the gas station. Right. And how our wages aren't going up. I mean, they are a little, some people have changed jobs and gotten great jobs, I guess. But when I talk to just the regular American in the 11th district, they're not getting raises. Or if they do, it's 5%. It's not 50%. And I, I can tell you, it's it's getting harder and harder because people are already living paycheck to paycheck in this country. And why are we having this type of, I can tell you that it's just the choices that were made. And it was the, um, you know, mm. the overspending. So, you know, a lot yeah. of that have gone on behind the scenes um, yeah. were not fiduciarily sound. I like what um, you just said, behind the scenes. I, I think yes. when you look behind the scenes also, um, we find out, and people, it's, it's, it's amazing to me how, I know people get tired of me talking about uh, Donald Trump, but the thing is, you have to have a template to judge by. When Donald Trump became president, uh, people was upset that he referred to Obama a lot. But you have to go back to that last husband or wife, so to speak, to give a measurement of where we are. And so I'm just saying, 
uh, when Donald Trump was president, we heard all about his finances. We heard, why won't he do this with about, about his finances? Why won't he reveal this? Why won't he, he reveal that? And I just said that to say, to speak to what you just said about right. behind the scene deal. Right. When we look at Joe Biden, when we look at some of the Democrats, which is ironic, the Democrats are filthy rich. I mean, the Democrats that are in power, how is it that these are the people that are filthy rich? I'm talking about I wouldn't be surprised if Joe Biden is a billionaire. Um, as as Deja said, uh, these are Band-Aid solutions for serious issues. And that's all they do all the time. Susan, you spoke earlier about, you mentioned earlier about going to um, Michigan. You're in Illinois. And that means you're going out to different places, different states, you know, different states outside of your jurisdiction Right. Um, to fix problems, to look into problems. Right. I there's no um, man, yeah, there's no manufacturers of baby formula in Illinois currently. So they're in. I, I also heard you and I, and I said that to say for anybody listening, for anybody, for anybody seeking that we have some Democrats out there and we have some Republicans as well. You don't know where you want to vote. Um, you might be a Democrat that has realized the Democrats have lost their minds. You might be a Democrat that has realized that your party is about control. Um, if you don't believe that, look what Joe Biden did to black people in the 80s with the crime bill. And that bill stood for 80, for 20 something years. And so, um, and I think it was Trump. Actually, it was Trump. That, that was, that, he that, overturned that, it. It overturned And so, that, you know what you're talking about, though, when you say that, when you say, okay, you know, it's, um, comparing to the last and, you know, looking at the, it's really that votes. Right. Consequences. Oh, oh, oh it, consequences. It, no doubt about it. Well, guess so, what? Kamala Harris reminds of the, us of that every day. She mm -hmm. actually comes out and says it. And so I wanted to say, I saw something, um, something else that you're planning. Uh, that is the border, a, a border visit. Yes. Yes. Um, I want to know why a person running for Congress um, who, as you said, I'm not there yet. It's nothing really I can do. What love for your country? What is it about a trip uh, to the border, a trip to Texas to see what's going on? What is it about that that you feel can be beneficial to your campaign, to your knowledge, to your direction that you go in to feed the people, to help the people, to bring awareness to the to the people and to also go into Congress and say, this needs to stop. Well, you know, Title 42, Title 42. Is, is potentially going to be lifted. And I know there's no answer on that yet. And right. I think it's going to be Sunday. So, I, you know, you know me. I, I've said this in the past, right? I need to see it, to believe it. And, and I just can't kind of get an understanding of why, you know, what's going on? Why, why are our administration not there at the border understanding this crisis? And I want to understand it better, but really I'm there specifically that this trip is to really talk to the, um, the border patrol agents. Right. First of all, we should be supporting oh, wow. border patrol because they have one heck of a bad job right now, you know, because they, um, you know, they're getting killed saving lives right. uh, for the migrants. And 
right. um, heroic, heroic men that are trying their hardest, but they really are are, are fighting with one and hand. Women and women. I don't want and men, and women. Excuse me. Yeah. Yes, of course, no. of course, of course. I'm a woman. What am I saying? I always I support that's, women. I mean, that's well, another thing about me. I you'll know. Like uh, um, I'm kidding. Uh, that was for our, <laughs> I uh, apologize to all women border patrol agents right now. Yes, you can get <laughs> and dogs. Don't forget dogs. That's, right. dogs. That's right. Yeah, no, really, really. So, um, yeah. So I mean, but really we um I really need to know um, you know, what's going on. Our kids are dying because um they use people to act um the agents and and they, you know. They, they're smuggling drugs and 18 wheelers and things like that. It's just something that I really want to understand a little bit better. And especially with title 42 coming. And I do care. I do care. Well, of course. I care about all of, about everyone. Like, uh, you know, the migrants are being put in great jeopardy as well. They're, right. they're being, they're dying coming over the Yeah. Border. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it's just a, a, a crisis of humanity and it's just, it's wrong. I mean, when you talk about it, when you think about it, the people that are not answering or not even trying to address the situation. First of all, I wanted to say something about um, some you said. Let me write this down. I'm pregnant. OK. Yes. All right. So some you said was. Um, uh, seeing it, helping you see it, you know, it's like I can't believe it unless I see it. It's something about an image in our brains. Yes. And, and, you know, that's. That's historical. That's something that's said. If you see it and you read it out loud and, you know, you you got a better chance of of remembering it. And then when you think about why Kamala Harris, Kamala Harris <laughs> and Joe Biden and so many she's, other. She's uh, she's Democrats. kind of in charge, right? She should have right. been there a she long time ago. She titled the border czar. So, yes. And <laughs> the same thing with Ukraine. We noticed that uh, Joe Biden took a long time. And I wanted to say that just to say this. Uh, we're coming up to the top of the hour. Um, we got about eight minutes. I wow, that's, that. it went fast. <laughs> if once you see something, it's so hard to deny it. It is. You no, know, once you know, they tell you if you want to get over smoking your cigarettes or whatever it is. It, it doesn't have to be smoking cigarettes, but whatever it is, a lot of times you have to confess it to yourself. And once you confess it to yourself or to others out loud, it's harder to go back to doing it. So a lot of times people don't do that um he didn't want to go see ukraine because it helps it, it 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 makes it harder to deny they didn't want to see the border because you can't deny it once you see it you can't get back on and act like it's not happening you can't get back on and act like the last administration was just racist it's the truth in your face and so the easiest way for the current administration to deny it was to not see it and the best way for you to actually understand and and get away to understand it and grasp it and start fixing it is to actually go and see it. And that is what you decided to do. Right. And I think um, that's a phenomenal. I think that's what leaders do. And I think that's what voters and people sitting down need to understand. If you don't know what Title 42, you better start getting to know, because I can give you a quick, quick uh, ghetto summation. You don't want a ghetto summation, but I'm going to give it to you anyway. <laughs> If you think 8,000 people a day, and I've been out of the country, so it's not racist to, to, to actually feel that all countries need borders because I've been out of this country. And when I went into another country, they have borders. They have 
They want to know why you're there. They want to know who you are, where you live, where you're going, who you're going to be staying with, how many days. Matter of fact, what are you doing while you're there? All right. And so it's just it's just how it goes. If you don't uh, if you don't believe that, leave your door open. You know, you don't want somebody just walking in your door. You want them to knock. Our Donald Trump said it all the time. It made perfect sense. So Title 42, you think 8000 people coming in a day, you know, unannounced, uninvited. You don't know where they went. Then you wait till Sunday when Title 42 is lifted and you watch what happens. And if you think people are poor already in your community, if you think babies are suffering with no formula, where do you see, you know, from 8,000 to 100,000 people coming in your country, or I mean, not your country, but a city near you every day? Not, a, not, not for the fiscal year, but every day. And guess what? Those people will be put before the poor people that you already recognize and know and that I've seen suffering in your community. I don't care what color them people is. If they are poor and they have been dependent on the state's welfare system, they just got put behind other people that can decide what their name is going to be while they're, in, while they're crossing the river. <laughs> you know, and some of them while they're yet in line without an ID, without anything. So these things are crazy. And that's not a criticism to them because if I'm poor and I'm destitute and I'm in another country and I found out somebody has said to me, our borders are open and it supposedly is the greatest country in the world, then I'm coming too. But ironically, that invitation is not supposed to be out there in the way it is. And so that is what we're talking about. This has nothing to do uh, this is not against the people who are fighting to get with, in desperation. Like Susan said, people, some of the migrants are dying as well. And I want to say this to the Democrats who are standing by watching it, acting like they care so much. A lady just drowned. I'm positive. This is not the only lady, but this lady was seven months pregnant. And I'm positive. This is not the only pregnant lady that has died trying to make that journey, not coming the right way, but coming in this way that has been populated. And it. There's there's no reason the why right they way. can't right. come in the right way. Because that's, right. that's the way we did. Like, if you look at my uh, grandparents and one son. Right. right, you talked about it. They came in from Italy through Ellis Island and, and you know, met all the requirements and did all everything that they needed to do to become American citizens, right? And we we want the same thing because we want immigrants. We want there to be uh, people of all nationalities in this and country. This country we want is. To come in. We want to come come in the right way, and we want to make sure because we have terrorist watch lists and we have drug cartel, you know, I um, inf, um, you know inf, um, information. We right. know who they are. We just need. We don't need any more of that. Right. And, and what's happening is the drugs are getting so much worse because guess who's manufacturing them? China. Right. And they're great at it. The Build Back Better has definitely not been building America back. That's definitely for, for China and, and a few other places. Yeah. We need to pull that back because I can tell you, we don't have the money for Build Back Better. No, no have, definitely. We have to clean our own house right. and we have to do it now. Because we have to concentrate on getting our economy back online. And if, if we don't, then we, I mean, the migrants aren't even going to want to come across our border because it's going to be a mess. And yeah. I am tough. 
and I have great leadership skills and I'm going to be that great leader for this country to be able to do that. We got about two minutes, maybe one minute. Uh, We got one more comment. And I I was just going to say, Daisy, if you got any more comments, we got about two minutes. Put it in there. And she did. Great show and subject. WTAN King Crown. Thank you. Oh, we'll take that, Susan. Awesome. And revolutionary and the underestimated underdog in district number. I'm the underdog, but I'm coming up, baby. I'm coming up. That's right. <laughs> Let us know where we can support your campaign. Okay. Take if you don't mind going out to my website, because it talks all about, um, you know, what I'm going to do and what I am doing in action today. www. Susan number four Congress, Susan for Congress.com. Yeah, if you want to donate, I'd be I'm very happy to hear that. Uh, uh, now uh, she's being love shy. to she's being um, shy. Let me say this. We can do nothing. Nothing happens without funds. That's that's true. Machine, the Democratic machine is able to raise funds because they have the people behind them that are so that are so in love with control. So nothing can be done without funds she's not asking that's just part of uh she did well, crown Dion. we have adding god and the holy spirit behind us right yeah. so that's yeah. what we've got and we're gonna, we're gonna keep happen. going we're charging forward that's right that's right charging for good night love and light and as we say you can't fix every solution with a band-aid you can hardly f- fix any solution with a band-aid um talk to your people talk to one another community and communication is, um, they, they, they go together, you know? I they thank do. you again, Susan Hathaway-Altman. Thanks, Deja, for all the good comments. WTAN, Clearwater. FM 106.1. WDCF, Dade City. FM 102.3. WZHR, Zephyr Hills. FM 104.3. Listen.